0: and gentlemen, the clock is ticking. Christmas, just a few days away. Santa's elves are no doubt packing up the sleigh, but we got a gift today. It's another episode of 80s Wrestling, the podcast. My name is Jumpin' Jay, and as always, I'm joined by the jolly man himself, who's always delivering the 80s wrestling presents. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Tommy Fierro.
1: Jay, quick question for you. Did you have to have re- wrote down that, that jingle in the beginning?
0: because That, that rhymed way too good. You had to have written that down. Did that, I don't even know if that rhymed. I didn't write anything down, but I did grow up on Dr. Seuss, so it might just be innate in my brain. But how are you doing, Tommy? Good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, man. This is an exciting time of year, especially if you have little ones in your house that just Christmas magic's in the air. The countdown is upon us. Should be a wonderful Christmas season. Do you got big plans for the holiday? Well, Christmas Eve, uh, everyone usually comes over our house, my parents,
1: my wife's parents, uh, my best friend, his wife and daughter, and my one uncle and aunt. And then on Christmas Day, we all go to my, my parents' house.
0: So uh, we're, we're all together through the holidays. How about you? Yeah, we do the same thing. We'll be seeing the in-laws. We'll be seeing uh, my side of the family. And so uh, just family togetherness, what the season's all about. So I'm looking forward to it all. And I know we've got a big show today. You, uh, you texted me, say, hey, let's just talk about all the things from wrestling's Christmas past, maybe the favorite presents we got when we were kids. Maybe the item that we always wanted, but it just never ended up under the tree. And so I know we have all that to unpack. But before we dive into the holiday goodness, Tommy, I have to talk to you about what took place last Monday night at your Monday night virtual. Oh, yeah. I still have not recovered from the shock and awe of it all. So if it's okay with you, I'd love to kick off the show by kind of unpacking what took place. The last Monday Night Virtual.
1: Hell yeah. I would love to talk about it because I'm really, 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 really proud of it. Uh, it was absolutely phenomenal. Anyone that didn't get an opportunity to watch our Monday Night Virtual this past Monday night, we actually put the clip of the angle on YouTube. So if you're on YouTube, just type in ISPW Invades Monday Night Virtual, and man, <laughs> I gotta I gotta say, Jay, I, I've done a lot of things in wrestling over the last twenty eight years. I've ran a lot of shows. I did a lot of big conventions. I, you know, did some cool stuff in the past, but uh, this might be my favorite thing I ever did, uh, just because of how, how, how great it came off.
0: Well, let me let me just set this up from my perspective. You know how much I love your Monday night virtuals. I get my you know, my glass of coca-cola or whatever i'm drinking that night i get a little bit of a snack i set my screen up because it's about three hours of just kicking back being a fly on the wall listening to a wrestler tell tales from the road uh, his favorite memories his favorite moments from his career but Monday was special because you had a round table discussion and i love those the most because when you get wrestlers sitting across from each other they're able to bounce stories off each other and it just feels like it takes it up a notch.
1: Yeah, it's so cool. You had
0: you had Nunzio, you had Maven, you had Snitsky, and there they are. It's a casual Monday night. They're sharing stories, they're signing autographs, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere. I don't know what kind of security that hotel you broadcast out of offers, but you got to tell them to step it up because when you say there was an invasion, this Monday night virtual signing was was taken over in a hostile way and the three superstars that i'm tuned in to watch are chased away and it is it's taken over and this is something that you expect to see on like a prime time wrestling program you don't expect to see this kind of thing take place on a virtual signing this is unheard of this is unprecedented i don't know who was behind this but it took a casual obviously, Monday night virtual viewing. I hearing. was behind it. <laughs> Dude, it made it must-see. Like, I sat up in my chair. Like, I couldn't believe what was going on. The comments were lighting up. But, yeah, you had an invasion led by the superstar, Danny Morrison, who hostily took over your broadcast, Tommy.
1: Oh, yeah, man. I'll I tell you what. I've been wanting to do something like that for a long time, Jay. Especially, you know how often we do the Monday Night Virtuals. We do them every other week for the last year. Sometimes we're doing them three times a month, uh, more than a year. So, you know, we, we have a steady fan base that are watching these presentations every other week. And a lot of the, you know, a lot of them are just regulars that come every single show. And, and I see the same names and the same orders come through uh, all the time. So we had we had a set audience. We have a set audience that that watches these and then afterwards a ton more people watch it so you know if, if you're watching it live it could sometimes say 100 200 I don't, I don't know what it is but I, I guess you have to click on it completely for it to register as a view but if you go back the next day you'll see there's like three four thousand sometimes five thousand views and then you get someone big like jake or or some of the other guys that had and it, and it goes up to close to twenty thousand views so i mean that's a a lot of eyes, so I, I wanted to do something to incorporate. I I I, well, I am doing something to incorporate ISPW into my '80s Wrestling Con. One because I have a a, a really large, blessed to have a very large following with this '80s Wrestling social media, Jay, and on, on our one uh Instagram page alone, we have 179 or 180 thousand followers just on that. And then on Facebook, one of the pages have 150 something thousand. And another one I have is 120 something thousand. I have another Instagram page that's called old school wrestling picks. And I think that has like 135,000 uh, followers. Then on Twitter, we have, uh, I think, 75,000 followers. I mean, we have over, we probably have close to 600,000 followers combined through all our social media outlets. So. My plan and my goal is if I can get 1%, Jay, 1% to cross over and check out ISPW and and, 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 and and wind up liking it and start following it, man, we'll be set. And if I get 2%, imagine if I get 3%. So I, I know that I, I have an audience there, and I'm trying my best. I'm going to try my best to do a crossover on it. And like I said, if I capture 1% of that audience, just one, I'd be very, very happy. So it, it's something that I wanted to do. I wanted to pull the trigger on that for a while since I started doing ISPW again, but I wanted to wait for the right time because a signing with Jake the Snake Roberts, you're not going to be able to do what we just did uh, this past Monday, obviously. you know, One, because it's Jake Roberts, two, because it's going to be extremely busy and we wouldn't even have time to do anything like that. So this one was more laid back, uh, definitely. I mean, it was Christmas week, so... I didn't want to have to fly anyone in Christmas week because the airlines are nuts for flights for Christmas week price-wise. So Maven, Snitsky, and Nunzio, they're all local. And once I had them, I started thinking, I'm like, well, shit. We just did an angle last week with Maven turning heel and going with Danny Morrison, who's the ISW champion. We have Nunzio on the panel who is from ECW and Danny Danny Morrison uh, just, you know, turned his back on ECW. And, you know, so that makes sense. And then you had Snitsky in there and, and, and Danny had told me a story a long time ago where he had a Sunday night heat match against Snitsky uh, back in his, his WWE run. So it just all, all came together to me and it made a lot of sense. I started thinking that and I, and I knew that we'd be able to do it and pull it off, but I'll tell you what, Jay, I didn't think that it was going to get pulled off like that. I'm telling you, talking about earlier about Santa Claus, uh, me bringing Christmas presents for the '80s wrestling fans. I I was given a Christmas present this year in the form of Danny Morrison. I'm telling
0: you, honestly. Well, let's talk about the superstar Danny Morrison because uh, the guy, when he's on camera, is absolutely incredible. When he took over Monday Night Virtual, he just didn't invade cut a promo, and leave. He got himself comfortable. He put his feet up. He talked about his, his past, his present, and his future plans in the world of professional wrestling. And, and he got in the face and challenged two of the guests that were at the Monday Night Virtual. He, he talks down to Nunzio, says he's beat him before he plans to beat him again. He stood toe-to-toe with the mountain of a man, Snitsky, And challenged him to a match as well. So this guy is absolutely on fire. He's on a roll. And so you talk about being given a gift. I got to know, Tommy. Like when you were working the ISPW in your mind, thinking about bringing it back, and you were lining up guys, did you know what you had in the superstar Danny Morrison? Because this guy is incredible. How did you decide to sign him to the company and – I mean, he's taking this ball and he's running with it. How did that all come to be?
1: Yeah, I, I didn't see it at all, uh, honestly. Uh, and I'm I embarrassed to almost say that, but I don't even know if he saw that because he has turned up that notch like 3 trillion percent. I don't know if he knew he had it that, 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 that good inside of him. I mean, man, let me tell you something. I got to say. This past Monday, man, I was absolutely blown away, Jay, by just how much command he had in that whole segment. Like he literally took that he took that set over. Again, anyone that hasn't had the opportunity to, to watch this yet, just go on YouTube, type in ISPW Invades Monday night virtual. And man, let me tell you something. He took command you are right, he got in he got in Nuncio's space, he got in Snitsky's space. And, and the stuff that they were saying, it was all a shoot, man. So anyone that's, that, that likes that kind of stuff, uh, definitely go out of your way to watch it. But yeah, as far as him, man, I, I, I didn't know that he was going to be, you know, the guy for me. I, I had another idea, another plan. But uh, we, we, my, my first show, and I, I think I mentioned this last time he was on the show, last his first, my first show back, him and Nunzio went out there and they had a really awesome match. I mean, really, really good. And the crowd was so easy. There were younger fans that, that were popping for anything. Those guys could have went out there and did a comedy match, and it would got over just as good. But those guys went out there and they like really hustled. They they worked their asses off. And I think the couple of matches before that, I saw Danny in comedy type matches. So I, I never I like it, that stood out to me on that show that he worked so hard. I, and then, and I even said to him in the back, thank you so much for working so hard tonight, you know. And I don't know. Just after that, like I looked at him a little differently. And then uh, come the ISPW rumble, and and Bull James wins the title. And then we did the thing with with uh, Danny bringing his kids in to celebrate with their godfather. And then he turns on him, and it just the angle again. He you gave him the ball, and he just he went to a different football team with it. That's how far he went with it. So I mean. At, and then, and then at the end there, like as as the segment's ending, the show's ending, and you can just see Danny standing at the, you know, at the uh, entranceway, and just the look in his eye, man. I I just looked in his eyes, and I said, man, he he wants it. He wants it bad. So, um, as far as what went after there, it kind of just snowballed from there, man. To be honest with you, I mean, me and Danny were always cordial with each other. Uh, you know, we didn't exchange Christmas cards or even texts, really. But I will tell you right now, and. I think it's kind of turned into a, a bromance creatively. Uh, I, we're definitely on the same page. Uh, anything that we're thinking right now, and I will say this, Jay, and This, and I mean this sincerely. And 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 I can't believe I've been saying this. That's this how much I mean it. I can honestly say, Jay, and I, I'm just surprised because I I never would have thought this. I can honestly say that there's never been a worker that I was more invested in and more excited to work with than I am with, with Danny right now, whatever he's selling me, man, I'm buying it 500%. And I'll tell you what, I believe in him a hundred percent. And I, and I guarantee you, if you ask him the same thing, he will tell you the same thing. So I'm, I'm extremely excited to work with him and I think the feeling's very mutual. And I think that there's big, 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 big plans, uh, for his future because you gotta, you just, if you, If you're thinking Danny Doring from ECW with the roadkill tag team thing, or just make believe that shit never even existed, you have to go on YouTube, type in ISPW Monday Night Virtual Invades, and you're going to be blown away. Jay, did you think that he had all that in him? You know,
0: I didn't. And what it reminds me of, if I'm being honest with you, is kind of the start of the Attitude Era era when Vince McMahon would kind of take the reins off of his talent and then kind of let them take over with their own personality cranked way up to 11 on the dial. And you didn't really know what was going to happen. It had that feel of must see because you didn't know what was going to happen. And no joke, this Monday night virtual that just took place had that same type of feel. Tommy gave me no indication that something like this was going to, going to happen. And so I'm just casually viewing And then this happens, and it felt so real, and you didn't know which direction it was going to go. And superstar Danny Morrison, you can tell in his voice that it's real because the things he was saying to Nunzio. And you don't just go toe-to-toe and trash-talk a guy like Snitsky because he is a giant of a man. But you could feel the passion come out of the superstar Danny Morrison when he was addressing Snitsky. You could just see it in his eyes, you could feel it in his voice. And then, if you didn't think that Danny Morrison meant what he was saying, when the dust settled and the the guys who were signed to the signing came back, Maven, Maven was very heartfelt and sincere when he talked about that Danny Morrison, it's his time. His time is now. He's going to take the ball and he's going to run with it. I want to say one more thing real quick. I
1: just want to rephrase something. It's not that I didn't see that in him. And when, when I said that, I want to, I want to clarify what I, what I meant by that. I mean, because he's, he's extremely talented. Extremely talented. And i said that in the past too. But, I, dude, I'm, I'm so buying what he's telling me. I think that 2022,
0: he's going to be one of the
1: hottest names in the entire wrestling business. And that I didn't see. Before, listen, before this all started. Now, going into 2022, I guarantee you, and I'm going to make sure of it, because I'm going to have my A game on 500%. I'm not being cocky. I'm, being, I'm, I'm serious, man. I'm going for it next year with ISPW, and I know that Danny's going to have his game on 500% too. I'm really, really proud of him, and I think that this year how you're hearing about Matt Cordona and then Crowbars making a rise with his name, I think 2022 – Is going to be the year of Danny
0: Morrison. I'm calling it right now. Listen, Tommy, it's that time of year when gifts can be dropped down the chimney and fall into your lap. You're not going to believe this. I had no idea this was going to happen. But the call line, listen, it's lit up right now. There are four callers on hold, one of them being the man that we're talking about right now. So we get to hear it directly. From the horse's mouth ladies awesome. and gentlemen welcome to the program the superstar danny morrison
2: how you guys doing today what's up danny nice to be here uh, hey tommy how are you doing good man i just that's I just, my man that's my man mr Fierro, right there
3: uh, yeah absolutely. gotta
2: say uh, i gotta give you props i heard i heard the opening of the show and uh like he said it's a mutual thing man and uh just like you heard crowbar is amazing list of promos from this 2021 and matt cardona doing probably the best heel work anybody's seen in years 2022 is going to be my year i'm taking them all on and i started i started with little guido nunzio at the at the at the inaugural butler show took on lancinoy of the of the uh samoan dynasty another win came with an eyelash of winning the rumble and winning the belt Taking the belt at the next show. I've confronted people like Slick. I've confronted Gene Snitsky. I've confronted uh, Nunzio again. Uh, this is things that I, I'm. 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 I'm probably the first ever fighting heel champion that the business has seen.
0: Danny, this is Jumpin' Jay, Tommy's co-host here. What's, I tuned in Monday night. I saw what you did. I was blown away on the edge of my seat the whole time. I need to know, what has changed? What allowed you to flip this switch where you are now the hottest thing on the independent scene? What what changed?
2: It's a perfect storm, man, really. Like, you know, uh, Tommy came in, and he's just kind of like, you guys feel your way out there. And, and I'm sitting there, and go, wow, these fans are getting behind me normally I would think they would be into you know, way more into Nunzio. Nunzio trying to take a shortcut in that match, which not to use an insider term, pretty much turned me full time baby right there. And I was able to parlay that newfound um um spark to manipulate and get to where I ultimately need is to go. And to be honest, you know, like, like Tommy said, like we we, you know, together like he's seeing what's ha- he's seeing what's possible and I'm seeing what's possible. And with my talent and his talent and the way he's able to promote, dude, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know where this ends. I don't know. Where, I, I, don't know I, I I would say the sky's the limit, but I'm going to bust through the sky and get the stars, man. And I'm not going to be happy till we're selling out the Wildwood Convention Center next summer, brother. Hell yeah.
0: Well, listen, Danny, I was talking to Tommy just a bit earlier, and I told him that Monday night had a real reminiscent feel of the Attitude Era where the leashes are taken off guys and they're allowed to take the ball and run with it, and I got a feeling that that's exactly where you are, that maybe maybe you weren't the one to to get the ball, but, man, you took it, and you're running with it, and like you said, we don't know where this ends, but I got a good feeling it ends in a very good spot for the superstar Danny Morrison, is it just a mental edge that you have that, that you decided I'm going to take the ball and I'm just going to run with it. I'm going to turn the volume way up and I'm just going to go. Is that just a mental mindset that you came across?
2: Uh, It's, you know, it's a, it's a combination of things. Like if, you know, if you're a sports fan, you'll remember that the Patriots had a guy named Drew Bledsoe. He got knocked out and this little backup guy came in, Tom Brady, bam, look what happened with that. You know, these things happen. These plans change. Um, you know, uh, ISPW gave me the creative freedom to to be myself, and with that, wrestling became fun again. It wasn't scripted. It wasn't it wasn't um, you know pre-planned and predetermined. And this is where I want you to go out there and chase the hug. You know, it, it, and then I was like, wow, 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 wow. What I just did with Guido was just awesome it was fun it made me find a new found respect for the business again a love for it again and a passion for it again my workouts became more fun because i wasn't pushing through them i was excited to go um you know and and, and all those things are, are cumulative and i feel like i just hit on all cylinders like i said earlier a perfect storm and uh you know 2022 man i'm gonna start it off with a bang
0: take Absolutely, me back man. take me back danny to monday night during this invasion uh, of the Monday night virtual signing, when you showed up and you knew this is what you were going to do, did you have it in your brain already that you were going to go toe to toe with Snitsky and get in his face? Cause man, he's a big, scary dude, but you held your own. Was that part of your plan? Or did that just happen once you saw him?
2: Of course, you know, like I, nothing I do is, is on, um, is on feel. Everything I do has got some meaning behind it. It's got a master plan behind it. I'm, I'm, I'm behind the scenes, pulling the strings. I know what I'm doing. And I know it's an, it's inevitable for a guy like Gene Snitsky to come after my championship. So I found a perfect opportunity and I'm, I'm telling you, I probably not a day has gone by since last Monday night where I'm not living rent free in his head right now. And that's exactly what I want. Meticulous. I'm smarter than them. I'll never be bigger than him. I'll never be stronger than him. Maybe I won't have the uh, technical uh, uh, submission prowess of a Guido, but my, ultimately my, my intellect, um, my mind games, and my mouth will be able to to psychologically take advantage over anybody in that locker room or anybody, anybody else's locker room for that matter. Why limit it? The whole wrestling world can get it. Line them up.
0: So... Uh... As as a fan, we sometimes hear that the people that are chasing a title have the edge because they might be a little bit hungrier. You are the guy on top of the mountain right now with the title. Talk to me about the difference between being the guy trying to stay on top versus the guy trying to get on top.
2: Well, normally the guy trying to get on top technically is hungrier, you would say. But, you know, for me – um doing this and, and finding a newfound um spark and passion. Um it's just important to me, as important to me to hang on to the title. And so I would say that I'm hungrier than the rest of the the contenders, the also Rans. There's, I'll, there's I'll, really...
1: I'll say real quick, Danny, uh Jay, there's I, I'll honestly say to you, there's no one hungrier in that locker room than Danny right now. Nobody. And and hopefully that doesn't give me the heat but I, I'm I'm Danny's just on a different level right now.
2: You know, everything I do, thank you, Tommy. Everything I do is meticulous. The thing I did with Slick, I knew Bull James couldn't wait to get out there and run me off. I was in his head and able to, later on that evening, with my, you know, uh, some little help from my friend, capture the ICW Heavyweight Championship. And, yeah, I'm going to do whatever I can to hang on to that belt. And Maven is going to be right there behind me. And you always got to count for him because you never know, ask Joel Gardner. ask Jim Molyneux, ask H.C. Loke, you never know what he's capable of or what he's going to do or when he's going to do it.
0: All right, Danny, then the last question I have is you've been in this industry for a long time. You've accomplished a great deal of of things. And I'm just wondering, this this angle that took place on Monday night, this invasion, where would you rank this? In like career highlights of some of the stuff you've done, I mean, because this feels very big to a fan watching. How would you, as the man himself, rank what happened on Monday night?
2: Well, to be honest, um, you know, it gave me a very good, a very big prime time feel. Um, it took me back to 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 being a child and what made me love the business and 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 people, you know, good versus evil and bad versus good and all that kind of thing. And, um, people that tune in or click on that YouTube, uh, excerpt will see if they didn't see my promo that I talked about, uh, after bull James, after I quote unquote turned on my, my best friend. Um, that's a good introduction. That's a good, hi, my name is, this is who I am. This is what I'm doing. And in case you didn't know, in case you thought I was just some psychedelic gigolo trying to hang out with an Amish guy and do all those crazy things this is a good introduction to what I'm really about. The Danny Morrison that was running around a football field in his early twenties, dominating and talking about it and telling you how he was going to beat you and then beating you, you know, like this is, this is a perfect introduction to who I am, who I really am. And that's, that's, and that's all about the opportunity that I seize, that's about the opportunity that I've taken. And, uh, ISPW management, Tommy Fierro in particular, giving me that opportunity to, to take that ball and run with it. And, Together, we're going to cash a lot of checks.
0: Hell yeah! Well, from a fan's perspective, it's it's very exciting, and I cannot wait to see what twenty twenty two holds not only for ISPW, but I am especially going to keep my eye on the superstar Danny Morrison, man. Yeah, man, I'm telling yes, you, twenty
1: twenty two, and I'm not saying it because he's my guy right now, and he is my guy more than anybody. But I'm telling you, twenty twenty two is the year of Morrison, Danny Morrison. There it is. Couldn't have said it better myself. All right, brother. Well, Merry Christmas to you and the family, and uh, I can't wait to see what we're gonna do with the belt on Christmas Eve.
2: No, don't worry. I got a couple more coming today. Nice. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you for calling in. Best of luck in 2022. It's an exciting time to be a to be a wrestling fan for sure, Danny. So thank you.
1: Thank you. All right, there you have it. I, I told you, Danny man. Did. He's a He's a superstar, man. He's a superstar. You got, I'm telling anyone that hasn't had an opportunity yet, please today just go on YouTube, type in ISPW Invades Monday Night Virtual, and please give me feedback on it, man. I've gotten such great feedback on this. I think it's fantastic. I think you'll really
0: enjoy it. It, it really was very entertaining to watch. Like I said, I didn't know anything about what was going to transpire, and so it had me on the edge of the seat. And then I just planned to ask you a few questions this morning, and I had no idea that the superstar himself was going to call in. So that's I didn't a very neat. Either. That's an awesome holiday surprise to see that number pop up and be like, he he's listening and he's got something to say. And anytime you put a microphone in front of him, it's going to be entertaining. So uh, great kick off to the show, man. Uh, and we we have more calls waiting on hold, and so. Uh, It might be time to transition to talk about Christmas stuff like we originally planned, but what a great way to to kick off today's show, Tommy. Yeah, that was awesome. All right, well, the original plan for this show, like we said at the opening, was uh, we were to discuss some of the memories of being that child growing up during the Golden Era of professional wrestling. Maybe some of the toys that were underneath the tree, or maybe that gift that got away. That's something we always wanted, but we never – uh, actually got to hold as a child. And so we're going to kick off this show by taking some calls. If you're listening live and you want to share some of your favorite gifts and toys related to the world of wrestling, you can give us a call at 516-595-8295. And now we're going we're gonna to start by heading out to a, what I'm sure is one of Santa's favorite stops when he leaves the North Pole that's the beautiful sunny California. We got Brian the Brain from Chico. Welcome back I'm Brian. Brian. That's right.
4: Hey guys. Merry Christmas. hey, Merry Christmas, guys. Brian
0: Merry the
4: Christmas Brain, what's you? up, brother? Oh, uh, just uh sitting here two days uh you know, away and uh, uh it'll be the first year that we host at uh at my house, so that's uh a little exciting and a little scary. But uh uh what are some of your guys' favorite Christmas gifts from back in the day? I'm wondering what uh, little Tommy had under the tree and little <laughs> jumping Around Jay had under the tree.
1: Jumping Around Jay, I love it, man. <laughs> the guy's coming for a today. I, I, I'll go first. Um, that's great. Jumping Around Jay. Go
4: back there, a little man. bit. Uh, of course,
1: probably, probably everyone's going to probably give the same answers that I'm going to give the LJN figures, you know, brand new on the card. Hasbro figures, brand new on the card. I remember getting the Bendis new on the card back in the day. So yeah, I mean, every Christmas as a kid, you were looking forward to all the wrestling stuff that you would get. And obviously, there was a lot more than, than just the figures you got, you know, lunch boxes, you know, shirts uh you know all the bells and whistles they sold back then but yeah man christmas was christmas morning was so much fun as a kid in the 80s and early 90s because
0: it was all wrestling stuff for me anyway how about you jay you know the the memory that sticks out most in my mind was 1990 that was the year that the hasbro figures came out and leading up to christmas i was able to get maybe three or four of them from the store but there was a total of 12 in the series and when i came down the steps On Christmas morning, every single figure that I had yet to get was there. So there was like eight Hasbro Series 1 figures under the tree along with the Hasbro blue wrestling ring. And so I just remember coming down the steps and seeing that. And that memory is just so cemented in my mind exactly how they were laid out, exactly how they were set. And I was so excited to just run over there and start playing right away. Brian, how about you? What's what's a childhood memory of Christmas morning that comes to your mind?
4: Oh man! So for us, we would uh, we would spend uh, Christmas Eve every year. Would be just me, and my brother, and my mom, and my dad would uh, sit around having uh, oh cheese and crackers and and uh, salami and just like snack food, and then we open all of our gifts to each other that night, and then the next morning we go to my grandparents' house and and have christmas there and and have the the ham dinner and everything and and do stockings before we went and you know the santa gifts so the the big wrestling christmas was 1986 you know before that it was uh you know I I was born in 74 so there was star wars christmases the gi joe and yeah and transformers and you know all the all the stuff that led up to it. But 86 is when, uh, uh, you know, that spring of 86, I started watching wrestling. And so I think my first figures were the, uh, Roddy Piper Bendy. And then I started getting into the big guys. So that night, Christmas Eve, I think we each got probably five of the full size on card LJNs. And then, uh, Christmas morning in the, uh, in the stockings, we got some wrestlers and they, and I remember the the gift from Santa that morning under the tree was the uh, cage match challenge uh, Bendy's ring, which oh, uh, had yeah, little man. deals that oh, you would oh, uh, oh. put. Mine mine came with Hulk and uh, Nikolai, so you put them in the ring and you had the little deals that you'd pound on it and make them bounce around in the ring. So hey, uh, Jay, it's a we, really we cool need to, we, to
1: we need to go to we need to go to Brian's house, man. Oh
4: Listen, man, yeah, my my parents spoiled me. <laughs>
0: as as he was talking i just got like the the thank god i was raised the time i was raised because when he starts talking about star wars gi joe transformers wrestling i don't know if you could pick a better time to be a kid like all that stuff just brings back all those good feelings
4: absolutely man i agree i agree hot wheels you know all that stuff so yeah oh man but uh uh, yeah, and you know the really cool thing is everybody that's hearing about this stuff and didn't know there was a cage match challenge and bendies and thumb wrestlers. I'm sure they can find a ton of it at Tommy's store. So this would be the perfect time to go check it out.
0: Ho ho ho! To- Tommy, you got to start checking on the bottom of some of those items. It might say Brian on the bottom there. His mom might have sold it at a garage <laughs> sale and it's made its way to your store.
1: Hey, hey, Brian, brother, do <laughs> me a favor, man. When you when you get off the podcast this morning, go on the YouTube and, and watch that. Uh, angle we just got done talking about man i think you would really enjoy it especially because it, it has that prime time wrestling feel to it i think that you you would really dig it man
4: well not only that but i gotta check out the youtube and watch i know you got uh the first couple actual live events on there and i just haven't had time to go check them out but uh, yeah sounds like you guys are making something special over there and superstar danny morrison is uh coming through for you so i'm excited for you
1: thank you man i appreciate it man and definitely definitely uh Give me some feedback on that when, when you get done watching it. You either email me or send me a message on one of our social media platforms. Let me know what you think.
4: Great, great. And then uh, was there, uh, like you guys said earlier, were there any uh, uh, WWF uh, wrestling gifts that you guys wanted and never had? For me, it's probably uh, – I still wish I'd gotten that 16-inch uh, Roddy and the 16-inch Hogan to go in my collection. I, I, I actually do still have all the original stuff, so none of that went away in uh, in yard sales, which is good, or garage sales. But uh, those are the a couple that I never got, so I don't know See, if you've you, some stuff that you always wanted and didn't get. Yeah,
1: you know I did as a kid? I wanted Miss Elizabeth under my tree.
4: Woo! Uh, yeah, yeah, not just the doll, eh? <laughs> 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 oh, the how the LJN
1: Why in the brain? Where's your brain at right now, Brian? <laughs> oh,
4: yeah, yeah. It's the <laughs>
1: holidays,
4: brother. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, and uh, and also uh, on a somber note, I'm a little sad. Uh, you guys probably heard about Corporal Kirshner passing away yesterday. Yeah, that, that was just yes, uh, yeah. That's yeah, what I wanted uh
1: I was going to bring that up. Uh, our condolences to his family. I believe he was uh, 64 years old. He he passed away yesterday, Corporal Kirstner. We, we were gonna. I was going to make mention in that at the end of the show, but I'm glad that you brought
4: that up. Yeah, I think I told you before. I gave that as a. He was my little brother's favorite. He and then yeah, and then eventually Macho Man, but that was the thing where a few years ago, when I was you know, probably 2015, 2016, when I was collecting the rest of the ljn figures that i didn't have as a kid we ended up having 20 each and so now i've got over 100 with variants and stuff but uh i gave my brother a, a corporal kershner and a macho man and because corporal kershner had been his favorite back in the day and and yeah he's the he's the one where my brother's like well who's this army guy and it's just ah, he was your favorite <laughs> as a kid so, yeah yeah but uh well merry anyway Christ- uh merry christmas to you both and uh Thanks for doing the show and, and uh, all that you do out there. You guys have a great holidays. You, too, you too. Thank you, Brian. All right. Take care.
0: All right. Brian from Chico bringing back all the feels from childhood Christmases. It's time Absolutely. to go. We're going to crisscross the country. We're going from California back out to the East Coast. We're going to Butler, New Jersey to talk to none other longtime listener, longtime caller, the son or the father of the figure four competition winner. We're talking to Danny from Butler. Danny, Tommy, welcome jump back
3: Jay, to the show, uh, brother. Tommy, Jay. Hey, what's up, brother? Uh, not much, man. Just uh, want to wish you guys a uh, uh, merry and a uh, safe Christmas uh, coming up. Uh, and uh, just looking forward to uh, 2022.
0: Well, thank you, Danny. Same to you and to your family. And so, we're kind of talking, we're reminiscing about maybe Christmas has gone by. Is there a Christmas that stands out in the mind of Danny from your childhood, or maybe a gift you gave, wrestling-related or not? Like, what's a what's a core memory from Christmas from you, Danny? Ah, uh, well, I you know
3: the, to be honest, uh, when I uh, as a growing up, when I got into wrestling, I don't recall getting many. I don't recall getting any LJN figures like around Christmas time. I usually got, got them throughout the year. I remember I think it was like around the same time that you mentioned. I don't know if it was '90 90 or '91. I did get the um, the Hasbro ring uh, with the, the the blue ring that came with the the WF, WWF title. Yeah. Ring. And um, our, you know, I remember recalling probably I don't know around just before you know a few years earlier getting the the foam title belts from the WWF Magazine catalogs You know, I would get a couple of those um, You know, as far As my most memorable gift When it comes to wrestling I have to say I remember, the thing it was the day after Christmas, around 87 I went to a house show at the Garden uh, my, my grandmother, my mother And my aunt uh, took me And uh, remember I, I don't remember all the matches But I know it was definitely after Christmas uh, I was think around the time it was Honky Tonk Man and Randy Savage with uh, Jimmy Hart suspended in, in the air in some type of cage. I don't know what to keep them from interfering around that time that they had, that their feud was uh, Red Hot. I think Ricky Steamboat went up against uh, Rick Rude, uh, a few other matches. I think the Islanders and the Killer Bees. So that right there probably would probably be my most memorable gift. It didn't happen on Christmas, but it, it was around Christmas time. So that uh, right there stands out the most. I don't remember, I know, Tom. you always talk about going as a kid. You always went to the Brendan Bird Arena. I don't, I don't recall ever going to watch wrestling there as a kid, but, uh, you know, I, I went to the Garden a few times, and, you know, there was something about the Garden that I always enjoyed as a kid growing up, whether it was the, the circus or, you know, going to a wrestling uh, event. And then, you know, as I grew up, uh, you know, watching the Knicks, there was something about that building that I always uh, – that was that that always put me in awe. So I have to say that was probably the most uh you know memorable gift I could get for Christmas.
1: Absolutely. And and, and I I've gotten that too in the past day too. When I was a kid I got, you know, tickets to go to WWF well, next time they were in the area. There they were always awesome, awesome gifts. I couldn't agree with you more on that. Yeah, so Danny uh, like I said, uh, um
0: I go ahead. I'm sorry. You mentioned those foam belts which are just a classic piece of wrestling merchandise. Do you re- do you still have them? Do you remember what happened to them? Did no, they no, tear no, and not I hold up?
3: Me- I definitely do-, do not have them. I you know like I said it's big regrets of uh you know back then as a kid, you know you're not thinking about the future or what these these items are going to you know what kind of historical value they're going to have and especially uh in the collectible world uh, You know You're not thinking about them. You're thinking about Playing with them uh, Then you know You grow up You lose track of them You know You give them away Or they get rid of them So I definitely Do not have them I wish I did uh, you, know, I, you know as The last few years I started Building up my collection again And you know Definitely uh, With Lucas' interest He's uh, Taking interest in it too So pretty much Whatever I get He uh, He pretty much uh, It's pretty much his So I definitely do not have anything of any of those I wish I did, but like I said we just getting going back to it, you know it was fun times you know wish uh you know we re- we live in those Christmas mornings and getting that those uh those uh, little collectibles from the w w f magazines and then um whatever you got throughout the year um uh, like i said it was just those toys there was something about them that you just never could duplicate well they just don't make them the same anymore you know Absolutely. i I got a bunch of I got Lucas a bunch of I don't know how many figures I got him this year, so he's definitely gonna he's definitely gonna be happy come Christmas time. Um, so him and his little brother will be playing with them, and I'm you know like I said it'll definitely uh, bring back memories as I will growing up.
1: Well said, man. Yeah, those
0: the memories that you make unwrapping those types of presents on Christmas morning they tend to hang with you. And so I'm excited that you've got some good stuff for your sons this Christmas morning. Um, yeah. I wish you and your family just the very best, Danny. Oh, well, like I said, uh,
3: you guys too. Um, you, know, you guys uh, keep uh, doing a great job, Tommy. I know uh, you got some big plans coming up and uh, you're definitely heading in the right direction, uh, keep hitting it out of the ballpark uh
1: thanks man uh, just like, and i appreciate it just like support.
3: you ex- just like you expect uh you know to take uh ispw and 80s wrestling to the next level uh i definitely expect the same you know i'm definitely looking forward uh come may for 80s wrestling con I- i've been there before i could already imagine how how much bigger it's gonna get and it's like i said this time you know to bring my son around is definitely something i'm looking forward to and uh I wish you guys the best. Merry Christmas. Uh, hopefully uh speak to you guys next week and uh, enjoy guys. Stay safe and uh, have a great one.
1: Danny, thank you so much, man. And I appreciate all of your support throughout the year and, and your son, your son's stealing the show. And I asked the Christmas chaos a couple of weeks ago and uh, I'm I'm waiting for confirmation right now, but I'm going to announce it right now.
4: Cause I'm pretty sure it's a done
1: deal, Jay. Uh, it's 99% of done deal. Uh, but I, I will cause by the time we're recording this right now, not, we record this live on Thursdays. I'm, I'm waiting to get the email, but I, I believe we are going to have ISPW Christmas Chaos premiering on WrestleZone on Christmas Day. You can watch ISPW Christmas Chaos on WrestleZone Christmas Day. That's. All, that's
3: Definitely something I'm looking forward to. That'll be uh, awesome. Are you talking about uh, all three shows so far?
1: No, the last show, the, the one your son was on, with, with the Tito Santana oh, okay. oh, right.
3: that that'll, that'll, that'll be even better.
0: <laughs> that, that's very, now, that's a very that, cool announcement.
3: The, the, the yeah, guy um, mentioned to Jay about, uh, you know, Jay, you wish you had the the 16 inch Hulk Hogan and the Roddy Piper. Now Tommy, this, uh, I kind of find it hard that there was something that you never got as a kid because you pretty much feel I feel like you've had everything is there something that
4: you wish you didn't
3: get That I mean you wish you had and you didn't wasn't able to attain Uh, tell me something Uh,
1: dude I I honestly think I might have had everything you're right I might have had everything as a kid um Maybe, like, a, a Red Rooster t-shirt that I really wanted that I never had. Um, I don't know, man. I, I'm sure... I am I mean, I'm kidding. I'm sure there was a ton of stuff I didn't have uh, as a kid. Uh, I, I would love as an adult, one thing I don't have that I would love to have, and maybe one day I will, uh, either for the store or for my man cave, if I ever get one, is the old WWF WrestleFest arcade game. I want that. One day I'm going to have it.
3: That, that That's definitely... A- a keepsake and you know what I'm saying if you can get a hold of that you know god bless you because that right there i spent many 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 uh many hours and many quarters
0: uh mm-hmm. playing that video game as a kid absolutely man that was the arcade machine growing up that if an arcade had that that's the one i would i would run to right away and now tom because you can buy that game and you can play it either on your computer or they make home kits for it but you're talking you want the actual old school arcade cabinet and everything like the one that was in the arcade you want in your store.
1: Yeah, I would I would probably say, I'm sorry, I was trying to think of the other ones. Uh Matt Mania was cool. Um Wrestle Fest probably would definitely be be the top one, but even like yeah. remember like the Royal Rumble pinball machine? Like any anything cool For like sure. that I would love yep. love to have any of that stuff, any of it. And you know what? Maybe I'll make that a 2022 goal of mine, guys. If they get a, a wrestling arcade
0: game in, in the store. Well, listen, man. If you buy it for the store, that's, that's and charge people to play it. That's a, that's a, an investment. That's, right? that's a business purchase at that point.
1: Yeah, but the, the only problem is when, when at the end of the day, when my wife comes to uh, count the money with me and <laughs> notices that there's eighty-seven dollars in quarters missing from the cash register. You're right, then <laughs> uh,
4: something uh, didn't go right. right I'll be
1: that's too funny. Well, daddy, right, bro, thank too much, Danny, thank you so in, much, man. man. I, hope, I hope you and and Lucas and your wife is your wife feeling better. By the way.
3: Yeah, yeah, she's uh, she's uh, she's much better. I, uh, thank God, uh, she's uh, definitely doing well right now. So it should it definitely should be a a, a great Christmas, uh, God willing. And like I said, I hope you guys uh, have the same. And I definitely look forward to talking to you next week.
1: Merry Christmas,
0: man. Merry Christmas, brother.
3: All right, take care.
0: All right, Tommy, we got another caller holding on, and this one I'm interested in because it's it's David from Canada, and I believe distribution of toys in Canada was slightly different than down here in the states. Sometimes they got things that maybe we didn't get, or they got it before us, or they got it after us. And so it'll be an interesting take on Christmas. So let's go now to David from Canada. Welcome back to the show.
5: Hey, Tommy, Jay, how you guys doing?
1: Hey, what's going on, brother? How are you?
5: Good. I'm good. Uh, I would say one of the things I actually asked for for Christmas this year, we'll see is um, WWE is supposed to be doing a holiday show in Toronto on the 29th of nice. December but we've uh, recently the province has scaled everything back to 50% because of COVID. So I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but fingers crossed that if someone already bought me a ticket, it works because otherwise a lot of the tickets they had to refund because they had to drop to 50% capacity.
1: Yeah. And and I heard, um, and I I haven't been on the the websites this morning, but yesterday when I was scrolling through stuff, I, I saw one of the headlines that there's some COVID positives right now in the company. Um, I don't know if there's any updates since the last time I read it, so I'm, I don't know if that's going to affect uh, the holiday tour next week. I know they're in Madison Square Garden uh, the day after Christmas, um, so I don't know if that's going to impact that or not. I guess maybe more news or break today on that. But if if, if it's there and you go, man, I hope, hope you have an awesome time. And, and by the way, Lex Luger loved your drawing of him uh, this past Sunday when I had him at the Wrestling Collector. He signed it, and he he, he liked it.
5: Oh, that's awesome. I I got a buddy who I show my stuff to too, and he's like, hey, "Think about how cool is it that all these wrestlers have seen you know your drawing to them." And I was like, "Actually, when you put it that way, that it, it is kind of neat that like you know they, they've seen it and and hopefully for the most part appreciate it."
1: Yes, yeah, so all, awesome like, all, all, all you need to do is is uh, put a nice you know fruit basket in the mail for me. I'll I'll give you my address off the air, and <laughs> I'm only kidding then. Totally, yeah, it's awesome, man. I mean, it, you know, not only do they get to see it, but they get to autograph it too. So yeah, it, it's that, that's. I mean, that's a really cool thing about, and, and it's not really a virtual signing because it's in the store. But that capacity, Jay, where people that don't live in the area, and and, and he's the perfect example uh, for these virtual signings. He's from Canada, and he's getting to send in his artwork and have these wrestlers not only see them but sign them,
0: and uh, it, it's it's stuff like that that makes it cool, you know, Jay. It's very cool. And anytime that you have a Monday night virtual where they're signing artwork that fans send in, the wrestlers themselves say it means more because, one, it's a a one-of-a-kind item. Like, they've signed eight-by-tens of them, you know, their whole career. But this is a one-of-one item. And the fact that fans, like David, take time out of their busy schedule to create the artwork, it, it seems to mean more to the wrestlers themselves when they're signing something like that. So... I think it's fantastic that guys like David do
5: that.
1: Now, Dave, did you did did you watch the Monday Night Virtual this past Monday?
5: I, I watched some of it. I'll be honest; I didn't watch the whole thing, but I definitely did tune in.
1: Did you get the opportunity to see when they did the invasion angle?
5: Yeah, I mean that was just awesome, man.
1: Oh, you did, you did get to see it. Cool. What was your what was your thoughts on it, man?
5: I I, just, I think it was just it was a cool thing, right? Because. You know every other one that we've uh, we've watched, you know, kind of it follows a similar format, right? Because it's you know the guest is on signing. Sometimes they're signing more than others, and you get the stories. But to have something so completely different happen uh, this time was it was really cool, right? Because it's like now it's like. I, I know you said, you know, when you have somebody like Jake, obviously you can't do something like that. But now there's an added incentive to watch, even if you didn't, you know, send in something to get signed, because like, who <laughs> knows what's going to happen? Now. You never know, know
1: what's going to happen. happen. Yeah, man, I gotta, I gotta keep you guys on your toes. I think, I think in 2022, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to do that. I'm gonna have to step it up a notch, man.
5: So you just, you just keep pushing the, the bar higher and higher, Tommy.
1: Wow, thank you, man. I appreciate that, bro. And it's not possible without. Awesome guys like you who, uh, Jay, from a different country, sends in his, his artwork to get signed. I mean, I, and he's been doing it all year long. So I, I appreciate you, man, it, 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 seriously. And, uh, and I look forward to hopefully seeing many more of your artworks uh, next year.
5: Uh, well, thanks, Tommy. And I, I want to say, like, to me, that's the best Christmas present right now is, is going to the mailbox. I know it obviously doesn't happen all the time because you send them in, 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 when, when there's a bunch and stuff, but getting it back, you know, when I see mm-hmm. that, the wrestling collector on, a, on an envelope, I'm like, all right. You know, it's so exciting to open it. And, and see, even though I know it's coming eventually, just the date when I do check it, it's just, that's just awesome.
1: Awesome, man. Well, uh, I hope you and your family uh, have a great weekend. I'm not going to say holiday because you already celebrated yours, correct? Uh, sorry? You, you already, did you already have your big holiday up there?
5: No, so Christmas is the same up here as it is down
1: there. No, that ain't what Jay told me. He says it's called it's called it's called Boxing Day up there. <laughs>
0: that's something completely no. different, Tommy. I'm just kidding. I'm
1: definitely well, kidding well, you guys. I did. mean, we
5: have, uh, so Boxing Day. Is <laughs> I'm, okay.
1: I'm, like just to, I'm just trying to. I'm trying to get. Do,
5: I mean, it is a big deal up here. It, 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 you know, it's not as big as Christmas, but. No, no, maybe, I know, I
1: know. I know you guys celebrate Christmas. I know. A- I know you're not from uh, Ethiopia or whatever. But, isn't is Boxing
0: Day so, when. Is Boxing Day when you put the presents in the box and wrap them, and then Christmas is when you unwrap them?
5: No, I'll, I'll tell you this. There's two things. No, so it's actually – because Boxing Day up until recently was basically our Black Friday. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because the stores would put all their deals on and everything. But, no, the tradition comes from uh, England where it was, the original meaning of it was that people who were able to afford a good Christmas dinner would box up the leftovers, and on the next day, Boxing Day, take them to the left fortunate. Yeah,
1: yeah, right. I, was, I, I was only totally kidding too. I actually have a couple of good friends that live in Canada, so I know I know you guys celebrate Christmas. I was just trying to get Jay a little heat with you, but it didn't go over as as, uh, as uh
5: Sorry, but it's all good. But I will say one thing, uh, just as a Christmas memory, um, one of the few things, believe it or not, that I have uh, I have a brother and a sister, and, and my parents, and one of the few things we could agree on watching uh, growing up was Monday Night Raw. So I always have fond memories of watching wrestling together as a family because it's basically the only show, believe it or not, that all five of us watch together.
1: That's very cool.
5: So, anyway, I wish you guys all the best this holiday season. If I don't talk to you next week, Happy New Year as well. Uh, Stay blessed, stay healthy, and looking for more awesomeness from both of you guys in uh, 2022.
1: Wait, wait, David, you guys celebrate New Year's too?
5: Oh, my gosh, Tommy.
1: <laughs> Merry Christmas, <laughs> brother. man. I look, I look forward to talking to you next week. All
5: right. Take care, guys. All, All right, right buddy.
1: Merry Christmas. Just trying to have a little like holiday
5: it. fun, Jay.
0: Yeah, you're trying to throw me under the bus, man. Happen, <laughs> it, didn't, it? it didn't go over good, though. I, mean, listen, <laughs> I think you really thought I didn't know this. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm up here in Minnesota, man. I'm right at the Canadian border. I could probably throw a football and David could catch it. And between
1: between you and David, neither one of you has seen
0: a wrestling eye magazine yet, right listen they, I no okay. I, I still we need to we need to get a hold of somebody who was part of that magazine during this time, so we can talk about magazine circulation and distribution because there's guys in southern Jersey that have never seen this magazine, and so it's all one. Sure.
1: well, I actually found a couple more in the store jam. I have to send you a little holiday gift in the mail, a couple. Wrestling Eye
0: Magazines. Man, it would t- it would take me back. I'd be like eight-year-old Jay coming down on Christmas morning seeing Wrestling Eye Magazine under the tree. I, I, I Yeah, <laughs> that'd be amazing. That, so, Tommy, Danny asked a very interesting question of you because he said it seems like you had a lot of wrestling merchandise available to you when you were growing up. Part of it had to do with the region of the country you grew up in. WWF headquarters was nearby, and so I'm sure, sure. a lot of these – got distributed on the East coast before it made its way out to the rest of us. Was there really no item that like you remember wanting that, that just for some reason escaped your grasp Where pretty much anything that you had your eye on one way or another would wind up in your collection as a kid? I mean, my, my mom and dad, they
1: spoiled me big time when I was a kid, they would get me everything as far as wrestling. stuff, And my, my grandmother too. I, I think I, I mean, I'm sure there's stuff I didn't have, you know, but uh, I remember having a lot of that, you know, merchandise that was in the catalogs, the WWF magazines back then. I remember having, when I look through it now as an adult, having it as a kid, not all of it, but a lot of it. Um, I, I miss that merchandise, man. I love when I get that merchandise in the store and, and I can display it on the shelves and I actually get sad kind of when, when people buy it because, it, it looks cool just it, it's 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 good uh it, it's good display for the store right like, absolutely. you know you know like the big uh the big glass mugs of hulk hogan and big john oh, yeah. and, stuff. and yeah, i absolutely. love those and, and I, yes. keep, I keep buying them on ebay but as soon as i get into the store they, they go so quickly so i keep sure. buying these i keep buying these glasses i mean obviously i want them to sell i'm i'm only I'm really, you know teasing but uh they, they, that's something like that. They, they they do really good, like the old the old big glasses. And I, I just love any WWF merchandise from 85, 86, 87, 88, right. 89. Like, oh, man, it's like I wish I had all that stuff still brand new and I, just so I could have it from my own personal collection, maybe one day.
0: So talk to me, when, when you were a young man and you had all this stuff from the catalogs and from the live events, like talk me through, is it all displayed in your room? Is it like in – in a separate room in the house like a playroom or like where did you keep your stuff when you were growing up dude i, I can't remember what i ate for lunch yesterday
1: I'm, i can't tell you what i mean I'm, I'm, I'm being honest with you where i where i put my you know uh hulk hogan LGN in, in 1986 you know I, mean, I don't know man i'm sorry jumping J. i'm whacked out man i I've, man. I've had a i've had 60 i i, I did i said this on uh The other day, I posted on my Facebook page, I figured out how many events we did. Between in-store signings, uh, live events, and virtual signings, everything combined, we did 63 events in 2022. So, dude, I don't know if I'm coming or going, but I know that it's going somewhere. And uh, I look forward to seeing what happens next year. But uh, my, my, my brain is shot, man. I can't remember where I put myself. I'm sure I had a toy bin. I'm sure... It was all over my floor. I'm sure it was everywhere. No worries, do you know man. What, do, you know, do you know your exact location that you put your Hulk Hogan wrestling pillow on uh, May 14th, 1984 at? 100%, brother. 100%. Wait. No, 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 no. You're Wait. wrong because I said 1984. You weren't listening. They didn't exist in 1984.
0: Maybe not the official ones. You don't. You don't think I took a ma- uh, a, a sharpie and, and drew Hulk Hogan on my pillowcase? Right. Nice.
1: Did you used to wrestle your uh, pillow when you were a kid?
0: Oh, of course, man. Who did Oh yeah. That's oh, the yeah. whole reason they invented wrestling buddies, man, is because kids were wrestling pillows. Oh yeah. Uh, all the time, and so somebody had the genius idea of making them look like wrestlers, which still is one of the greatest products in my mind because it, it it served double duty. It, it could be a cool stuffed animal for the for the rough and tough boy but it, it's also something you could wrestle it's also something you could put in your bed and sleep with so it was like a perfect whoever came up with that genius absolutely man
1: but um yeah so uh yeah i mean there's stuff i'm sure there was stuff that i didn't have as a kid but looking through the catalog i remember having a lot of it but i i sure wish i had it all now i mean i'm just such a such a mark for that old stuff from the wwf merchandise era from like 85 to 92 i love all that stuff love
0: it the the magical thing about that time frame is there was so much stuff that they were putting out but it was for the most part there might have been one or two items that weren't but for the most part it was all high quality stuff that if you got it and took care of it it would last where a lot of times toys nowadays you know you buy something for your kid and then within a Few days of playing with it, they break and it's all over the place. But you'd have to try really hard to break an LJN figure, you know. Yeah, yeah. sometimes, but, yeah, sometimes people you know would draw on them or poke holes in them. But like you could bounce those things off the floor, off the wall, and they would survive. And you just keep on playing. So they were built with quality, but yeah, the marketing back then was was awesome to see all the merchandise. I would, I would, out. I
1: would, I tell the kids when they come into the store that when they get their, they buy action figures. I, I say to all of them, I says. You know, in 20 years from now, you're going to be so upset that you open that up and play with it. And they look at me like <laughs> I have 25 heads, but it's true. I mean, can you imagine if we still had those LJNs still brand new in the box and all those Hasbro still brand new in the box? I mean, man, those things. Those, some of those LJNs go for 800, a thousand, two thousand uh, dollars. The same thing with the 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 Hasbro's. They're several hundred dollars each. Some of them. I mean. Uh, Just, I mean, we're 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 flipping over to a completely different topic and episode that we already covered in the past. But I mean, I'm sure when it comes to merchandise and stuff like that, you can talk about it all day. But um, with that being said, uh, anyone in the New Jersey area uh, today come to the Wrestling Collector. We're open at five o'clock. Tomorrow, Christmas Eve, we'll be open from nine a.m. to one p.m. Only doing a couple hours tomorrow for any last minute shoppers out there. And I uh, hope you and your family have a wonderful Christmas. Thank you so much for all your support all year long with 80s Wrestling, the podcast. Jay, thank you for being my tag team partner here on the podcast. I wouldn't do this podcast if it wasn't for you, honestly. I, I tried it uh, a couple years ago with Jay and he couldn't do it. And then I started with someone else and just, I just didn't have the same and I feel like we're I feel like we're married together on, on, on Thursday mornings, you know. Like I know you and you know me and we know each other's uh we, we just flow well together. So I, I just wanna say how much I appreciate you, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, all the behind the scenes stuff you do to help me out tremendously with uh graphics and our website and you're a big part of the success of uh eighties wrestling con and ISPW and stuff this year. So I wanna thank
0: you. Uh, From the bottom of my heart for helping me out, and I consider you a good friend of my buddy. Well, thank you very much, Tommy, and I'm going to turn it right back at you and say thank you very much for allowing me to have a seat on this wild ride that you are taking us all on. I look forward to Thursday mornings. I love sitting across from you uh, virtually here through the computer to talk about the things that that we love, 80s wrestling, and to share it with other fans. So thank you so much uh, for taking me along on this ride, and it's been such a joy and I can't wait to see what Tommy Thora yeah. has in store for us
1: all. Are you serious? Are you serious? What's that? Some someone here that wants to say Merry Christmas to you before we end the the end the podcast today. Well, you're, all right. You're not going be, to believe it. It's Tommy chic
0: <laughs> Tommy, Tommy Sheik hasn't talked to me in months. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, Hey, Sheik! Sheik, hey, Tommy tomorrow. Sheik! Let me say hello to all the wrestling fans
4: all around the world, the Baba! They're not the a- Aaron Sheik! I'm for the wrestling federation chump!
0: I hear I- I- you chump! Yeah. Fuck it, Christmas! <laughs> Tommy Sheik, this is, a, this is a treat, my man. I didn't think we were on speaking terms anymore. Listen, I just want to wish you a very Merry Christmas. One question. Can I ask you just one question? One question. <laughs> All right, no more, no more questions, sir. All right, no, that's no. it. He,
1: le- he left already. Uh, we're doing do a private signing now. But until next week, uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Have a great time with your family. And we'll catch you right here next week in 80s Wrestling, the podcast. <laughs>